0: Get to the sports, kingdom Welcome to the sports, kingdom Welcome, 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 kingdom, kingdom. 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 What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the TSK Show. I'm your host, Eric the Duke of Sports Sklar. I'm joined by my co-host Tyler Pacholky. What's up, TP? How you doing, man?
1: You know, the older I get, these uh, reunions of one year just seem. A year just flew by quick. You know yeah, what I mean, it's just like seems like it's happening all the time. Yeah. So before five we... years in LA, one year on the show. Yeah,
0: man. It's it's a big day today. But before we start, thank you so much. For listening, everyone, be sure to follow at TSK Show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you want to find myself or Tyler on Twitter, be sure to follow us at the Duke of Sports and at Tyler's underscore world underscore. All of our content can be found on SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts. Just type in keyword TSK Show. Check us out on Anchor as well, anchor.fm slash TSK Show, or just download the Anchor app for your iPhone or Android. So... Today marks the 50th episode of the TSK Show, and we could not be more excited. Thank you so much to everyone that has been with us from the start, joined us along the way, and even if it's your first time listening to the TSK Show ever, uh, we appreciate you guys more than you know, but let's just jump right into it. It is week three in the NFL, so you guys know the drill by now. Tyler is going to reveal his NFL Power Rankings presented by The Cut Barbershop. Then we will go through and make our picks of the week. And then in honor of the 50th episode and the one-year anniversary of the TSK show, Tyler and I are going to list our top 10 sports moments of the past 12 months. A lot's happened. Yeah, there's definitely been a lot uh, that's happened in the past year in sports. And like always, to close the show, Tyler and I are going to go back and forth in the two-minute drill. But first, let's uh, give people an update on how our matchup uh, in fantasy football went this week in the TSK yep. show. Our
1: first matchup in our first TSK show league. Yeah, was a doozy.
0: Yeah, uh, it was not looking good for me early. So it was it was a Deshaun Jackson hit that seventy five yard touchdown with yep. on like the first drive.
1: Kudos to me for starting DJ that's my boy right
0: there well I sat him twice in a row yeah, in man. a different league and it came back to bite me in the ass once again
1: no but my fantasy day was basically like the opposite of yours I started out I started out super hot in the first half of the morning games I was dominating um and then it kind of fizzled out and made it all really close uh, you want you want me to break it down on how it went how it went yeah so, basically, like, we had we had all uh, morning and afternoon players. We didn't have any Sunday or Monday night players. So, we were done once the afternoon games were done. Yeah. So, our game was close. You know, it came down. To, it ended up coming down to the wire. It was a couple points, you know, towards the end of the at afternoon one, game. At one
0: point, though, Tyler was up by, like, 35 points on me.
1: Yeah. I had a huge first half, and you had a, and you had a great. Or I had a, a huge first half of the first games. Yeah. And then you were a little more spread out. Um, but by the end of it, you had creeped back up, um, and on the last, the last afternoon game was the um, Oakland-Denver Oakland, game. Denver game, okay. So the very last, so all other games are playing. There's only one guy left uh, in our matchup, and that's Amari Cooper, who is my so, wide receiver. So we got the last game with the last player, and. On the he was down he was down uh, I was, forget the point so it was twenty to nineteen with the very very last play he needed a twenty a twenty two yard catch to win the game and to
0: win no to win me fantasy this week
1: yeah to win yeah yeah Amari yeah you needed a twenty two yard catch by Amari Cooper the very last game of the day for us the very last play of the game for that game and Amari Cooper catches the ball and my stomach sinks and then luckily he only gets thirteen yards yeah. You ended up losing by under a point, 0.9 points, one thirty six point five to one thirty five. But it was, it, point it was wild. We were watching the games together, so for it to come down to the last game of the afternoon, on the last player, on the last play, uh, and still almost got it. That would have been an unbelievable victory. Oh, dude, I would have gone.
0: I might have ran around your house, and who knows what could yeah, have happened.
1: Yeah, no, that that was a wild one. I was in a co- uh, both my money leagues. I was in wild finishes like that. Um, but that, that was great. Yeah. Um, what happened in your other money league? It, it, and, uh, in my other money league, I, I just so happened to win. I won um, by .9 points against Eric. and ended up losing my other game by .9. So I went washed it for the total score yeah. for the weekend, which is crazy to me. Um, and you were playing another guy named Eric. Yep. So I played two. Yeah, exactly. I played <laughs> two Eric's. And I went lost to one by point nine, and I beat one by point nine. So it was. So a you're, weird, at a, you're at a clean zero. Was, Gronk completely fucked me. I should have had two big wins.
0: Well, Melvin Gordon was my top performer in the TSK show league. Uh, in my other league, I went zero for three this weekend in all three of my fantasy leagues. So I'm getting pretty close to giving up on the season. Um, I don't no, know. It's way too early. Once was, the I, buy,
1: once the bye weeks happen, that's when everything changes.
0: Yeah. But my top performers in my other two leagues, besides the TSK Show League, I had Big Ben drop 39, but uh, I went against Todd Gurley and Stephon Diggs, so uh, that wasn't too good of a matchup for me. I lost that matchup 126 to 108.2, and then in my third league, I decided to sit Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Jackson two weeks in a row. Uh, Patrick Mahomes bit me in the ass for 38.8 points. He's the man and DJack for 22.9 in that league and then my top performer on my team in that league was Brandon Cooks with 22.9 so that that was all right uh but I went against Todd Gurley and Juju Smith-Schuster and I ended up losing that matchup, 165.2
1: yeah. to 123.2. It's a toss-up, man. It's 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 hard to win in fantasy football. You got to, you know, it's a combination of knowing what you're doing and having a little bit of luck. Oh yeah, fantasy football. You know, um, it's tough. Like I said, I won a game by eight, under a point. I lost a game by under a point. Um, like my, my, I feel like my performances were pretty good, so I can't I can't be too mad at the uh, the outcome. Um, but as far as your team like against me, you scored pretty well. I just you know I barely beat you, you know, under a point. So it's like
0: you barely beat me, but you yeah. were up by thirty. I, I like yeah, gave I didn't up have on I you.
1: didn't have anyone that like went crazy, you know. Like Matt Ryan, who basically played like shit, really only got like a couple touchdowns at the end. That's why, you know, I think I ended up winning. But that was like my high score, and he didn't really play that well.
0: Yeah. So
1: we'll see what we'll we'll play we'll play a second time this year. So we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah. And I mean, we always and got then hopefully the playoffs. Hey, you know what I'm gonna hold my hat on though. What's that? The Rams are two and zero, and the Seahawks are zero and two.
1: Yep, that's a, that's not bad. Hey, so, it's not a bad it's not a bad thing to hang your hat on. No, that doesn't help fancy football though. No, it doesn't. But it helps it helps real life. It does, which is <laughs> bet, which is way better. So much better. But all right, let's uh
0: let's get right into your uh, NFL power rankings presented by the Cub Barbershop.
1: All right, yeah, the power the power rankings were pretty good. Um, it's been a year like like we said earlier so I tried to I tried to pull some like pull some stuff from back in the day. I uh, yeah. went through a bunch of my notes and went through a bunch of episodes. Um so starting with number 10, I wanted to make number 10 a special start um because last year on the first episode was after week 2 of the NFL, right? Yeah, so, so we were my, previewing week 3. Yeah, and so on my Yep, and so on my 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 number 10 team that that at that time was the Jacksonville Jaguars and that was your actually, number 10 team yeah and i actually caught some he, caught some slack for it caught some heat for it for yeah, having they just beat the patriots and now yeah now, the, now they're looking like super bowl you know contending team um maybe so like but i went with the team that like Jacksonville at that time i didn't think they were going to be shit last year um and then you know they surprised, they turned me around in two games yeah um and so why i'm saying this is this team i think This is this. I tried to recreate that magic (laughs) and magic being the key word there. Oh, maybe a little fits magic. And so my number 10 team, this, uh, first week in the power rankings, first ever appearance in TSK show power rankings, um, history, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
0: Well, I mean, it's definitely warranted
1: after the play. They, it's a, it's a team that I didn't think was going to be shit this year. I, I didn't pick them to win either one of their games. Um, they got a, They beat uh, a team that I I was really high on New Orleans week one, and then they just beat the defending Super Bowl champs. Yeah. Um, in week two, uh, everybody knows what Fitz Magic does. Uh, this this guy does does this. I mean, he he may not have done it to this caliber, but this is what he does. He, he's a fantastic quarterback. Um, he got caught in Buffalo a really bad year. Uh, it was either last year or two years ago, but. Fitzmagic's back, leads the NFL in passing yards, second in passing touchdowns, also has got a rushing touchdown. Um, and then and, and then it's great to see D-Jack out there doing the damn thing again, leads the NFL in receiving yards, and uh, also congrats to D-Jack. Ty Jerry Rice, for the most ca- most touchdown catches, over 60 yards, um, he, he likes to say he's the greatest deep threat of all time, and that's oh. kind of the record. I think that's the thing he's been chasing his whole career. So,
0: that's, that, I mean, hey, when you put yourself in the same sentence as Jerry Rice for any sort of record, that's mm-hmm. very impressive. Yep,
1: and uh, yeah, so twenty three. He's caught twenty three balls now over sixty yards for Teddy's. That's pretty good. Um, yeah, he's uh you know, they're they're just playing. They're playing really well. Uh, they have more players on defense than I thought. Uh, I didn't know Quan Alexander coming into the year, and he's had a great year linebacker yeah. for them. And uh, I, had, I had no idea uh, Jason Pierre-Paul headed down there. Um, so, oh, so
0: they got Jason Pierre-Paul and Gerald McCoy on the same D-line?
1: So, yeah. So the four players I actually had highlighted were JVP and Gerald McCoy on the – on the. That's – It's pretty nasty, right? That's all right. Because yeah. I'm trying to figure out why the fuck the, the, the Bucks are playing <laughs> so well, you know. And then Quan Alexander, who's a player I didn't, wasn't uh, familiar with, but Levante David, the other linebacker, is a guy I was very familiar with. I knew he was a tackling machine, so – you know they they they're the new, you know that could they be could they get the same magic as uh Jacksonville did last year.
0: Yeah, I mean, they definitely they have the names to to do it with yeah, Gerald I McCoy, mean, but. D Jack, Mike Evans. They got enough
1: help on defense to where if this if Ryan and D Jack and Mike Evans can keep this thing going, it could be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. Now, um, my obviously my own, my concern with Tampa Bay is when Jameis comes back, does Tampa Bay stick with fitzpatrick i this think is a good
1: hot take conversation actually yeah
0: i mean i think they should stick with fitzpatrick i think
1: i think if you were to ask around the football world um anyone that you respect their opinion i feel like you'll get about nine out of ten say roll with fitzpatrick
0: yeah because i don't think everybody thinks Jameis is what we all thought he was going to be coming out of college
1: if you to st- if if uh and this is a huge if like if fitzpatrick comes out and has a bad game week three um then everything the conversation completely changes. Oh, for sure. So, this is a big if when I say this, but if they continue to you know put points on the board and win games, week four, uh, you have to start Ryan Fitzpatrick, yeah. But then at what point,
0: if Fitzpatrick does we've go- seen
1: this happen, you know, yeah, with I Alex mean, Smith, uh, with with Kaepernick or Kaepernick with Alex Smith, yeah, and then you know with Brady and Bledsoe, um, yeah.
0: But it also at what point. If Fitzpatrick does go on a roll for a little bit to start the season, and you do start him when Jameis comes back, and he does have like three or four more games where he does, where he gets the job done. In the
1: NFL, it could be one really bad game. Yeah. You know, but uh, if he goes, if he, you know, if he goes four and one in the first five games, unless that one game was like atrocious, I think you keep rolling with him, you know what I mean? You keep assessing as you go along whoever gives you the best chance to win. Um, it's really on. It's really on him, though. Unfortunately, he's under a microscope. So, first chance he, he the first chance they get, they're going to put James in because he's oh, the yeah. franchise guy. But uh, yeah,
0: I mean, you're not, you're not building your team around Ryan Fitzpatrick anymore.
1: No, but he, he says he feels like he's better at football than he's ever been in his life. He's a confident guy. He's having fun with it. That's a dangerous, it's uh, a dangerous, dangerous combo. Yeah, and he, and they look like they're in mid-season form again. I like. I tried to recreate the Jacksonville magic from last year and this is a team that like Jacksonville last year I had no hope for didn't think they were anything i honestly thought this was like a bottom 5 team so we all, for, we, for we all them, thought that so so they've really they you know they've jumped almost 20 positions maybe it's, maybe to, it's cuz they're to not on hard, no,
0: hard knocks this season yeah,
1: you never know you never know i think i think it's the difference i think the difference is Ryan over Jameis. Jameis needs the um James needs the town around him, but, uh, I'll get off the, I'll get off the Tampa Bay. Uh, so well, box real, for now,
0: real quick though, we have to, we have to talk about Deshaun Jackson's biggest play of the day, his assist to Ryan Fitzpatrick for the wardrobe for the pre, uh, Yeah. 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 Conference.
1: Yeah. That's what I meant by he's having fun with it. You know, like <laughs> exactly. He, he's, he's killing it. He's got three weeks to play. He's got nothing to lose. You know what yeah, I mean? Why not go for it? Yeah. Go for it. And he is, and he's, and he's, and he's balling. Um, so yeah, uh moving on from Tampa Bay two and first week in the top ten. Um I got a team that's uh normally in the top ten. They're up one. They were the number ten team last week. Got them at number nine this week is the Atlanta Falcons. Okay. Coming off a win against Carolina. Um the only thing that's the only thing that holds the team back is the red zone offense, which oh, I which I believe will be fixed. I believe it'll be fixed. So um I'm not really too I'm not too I think Atlanta's okay. I'm not panicky with the Atlanta. Uh, they've only lost to Philly, so um, and then I think Tevin Coleman is a great running back. I don't think they lose anything with losing Devonte Freeman. No, Tevin Coleman, Tevin Coleman and
0: Devonte Freeman are kind of like the interchangeable. Yeah, they were like the first of like this new wave of two two man running back games. Yeah. Uh, they due were kind of like the first too. wave. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yep. Due to injury. Um, so yeah, I like I like uh, I still like the Falcons' offense. I think they're they're just as talented as anybody. So I just
0: need Julio to get some touchdowns for my fantasy team.
1: Yeah, well, they they need Julio to get some touchdowns for their real team well, if, if they, th- they want <laughs> to keep winning. If they they got to throw it to him. Yeah. So, but at the same time, you know, I, I I don't always see he may be taking all the coverage. You know, Grant got double teamed every single play. Yeah. Julio's probably getting double teamed every single play. So if he's doing that, he's helping them win. Um,
0: I'd like a couple wins though. Yeah. Selfishly. No, no I've, I've, I've <laughs> a lot,
1: a lot of people are in that position in fantasy football with Julio. Um, again, another, another team, uh, moved up one position from last week. Uh, they go from nine to eight as the saints. Okay. Uh, this is the team that I thought had a chance to win the NFC. looks like they still got some tweaks. Uh, they're not quite there. I think they really need to get Mark Ingram back. Uh, yeah. Cause the Camara is all they got. It's Camara, 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 Camara. Michael Thomas, Michael Thomas, Michael Thomas. You know yeah. I mean? it's, it's,
0: it, the offense is pretty predictable right now.
1: It's a, it's a little more predictable than it should be, um, especially with, like, Drew Brees. Michael Thomas is a monster. He's obviously – he leads the NFL in catches. Um, and Kamara's a, a fantastic player, but they need Mark Ingram's 20 touches in there. He was the balance. He was kind of the, you know, the bulldozer in there. Um, I think once they get him back, they'll get back into, like, more of a midseason form. Right now they still look like they're in preseason form. Yeah. I mean, coming off a win to Cleveland, they shouldn't have got, (laughs) you know, they should have lost that. They should have lost that game. um, So they're lucky to get out of there with a win. Um, Number seven, this team's kind of fallen, fallen down quite a bit from, from the first week. Uh, Number seven, I got the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. It's a Bowl hangover. The only reason I have them still in my top 10 is because Carson Wentz is coming back. He was a big, he's, I I think, I think like I would normally take New Orleans and, New Orleans and Atlanta over Philly, but yeah. because Wentz is coming back, I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Their defense is still pretty pretty good. But they ran into Fitz Magic last week. They beat a good Atlanta team first week. Um we'll we'll see what happens. Like this team's kind of hard to predict right now because Wentz hasn't played.
0: Yeah. And I think I think this is the perfect opportunity though for Wentz to
1: come back. They're playing the Colts and it's it's Definitely be, a good matchup. It's yeah, definitely a favorable matchup. The Colts have zero pass rushing, so exactly, he won't have to be too mobile out there. Yeah, and he might have Des Bryant.
0: Well, who knows what's going to happen with the receivers out there in the hey, world? Hey, that'll
1: help the transition, especially with Alshon Jeffrey out. That's for sure. Um, so moving on, number six. Uh, one of my favorite teams. I got them pretty high, actually. They're up two from last week. They went from eight to six. Got the Green Bay Packers, undefeated. Okay. Yeah. Um, got our second tie of the year. <laughs> Don't so, get me started. So the undefeated part is kind of a, you know, wink, wink. But <laughs> they tied to Minnesota last week, 29-29. Um, there's, I only have one thing written down about the Packers, and it's like if Aaron Rodgers plays, they can beat anyone, period.
0: Yeah, that's, so that's a pretty like, blanket statement.
1: It, it's it's hard for me to get to in-depth with Green Bay. It, and similar to New England, because I just I put so much value on Rogers and Brady, and I've yeah. seen them do it so many times, and they proved me right so many times that I, I'm not gonna stop. Um, and so coming off of a tie, you'd think it's weird moving up into power rankings up two, because the team they tied moved down one, yeah, but I mean, I had the team that they tied further ahead uh, last week. yeah, so like they shouldn't have lost they shouldn't have lost that game, right. So I gave Green Bay the benefit of the doubt. Um, so yeah, Green Bay, knock on the door of a top five team. Um, They're if almost they didn't there. Ha- they didn't have Rodgers, they'd be bottom five. So that's how much I I I put on Aaron. Um, and to to hop into number five is the team they tied with, Minnesota Vikings. So Vikings down one position, but still in the top five. Um, yeah,
0: I definitely don't think you can keep them in the same position after a tie.
1: No, no, especially because I think most people had them as going to beat the green Bay Packers because they're more balanced but and here's the word here's my thing about them is balanced two-way um I have down they are the Jimmy Butler of NFL teams (laughs) they're a two-way player well it's funny that they're They're really good they're really good at offense really good at defense but not the best at either one yeah um and when I was looking at my top five the exact um,
0: the exact reason why I don't want Jimmy Butler on the Lakers
1: exactly it's like man he's a star but he's like just like he's like yeah it's right it's right there he's Um, a tier below it's like yeah exactly and and so and so they're and with minnesota being at number five i have them there um behind teams like jacksonville and kansas city because it's like listen jacksonville's uh offense is not as good as minnesota but their defense is better yeah kansas city's offense is much better than minnesota's but their defense isn't quite as good Right. So it's like yes, those two teams are not as balanced, but the dynamic of having a dominant offense or dominant defense, I think is is what plays in their favor, and ultimately the Vikings. Um, why I've never really been a huge, huge fan of them, although I picked them to win. I think both weeks or one one week this yep. year. <laughs> so I'm on pace to be my my record of last year. Is that <laughs> they're just they're like you said they're just like they're balanced, but they're right, just not quite balanced enough. Like the Rams are. The Rams ha- have an edge on offense and defense. Yeah, you know what I mean. They have one or two more players, or one or two more names, or a little bit more production. Yep. Um, but it's just like I still have them as a top five team. Um, they're still one of the one of the more uh, there they are the most balanced team other than the Rams. Yeah. Hey, I um, mean, it's like it's like you said with with they just the don't have that dynamic like dominant force on either way. It's like. One game is offense, one game is defense, which is like their strong suit, but also what I think is holding them back from, like, say, you know, being the Super Bowl champs.
0: Yeah, but it's like you said with the Packers, they're undefeated.
1: Yeah, they're undefeated. Minnesota (laughs) undefeated, exactly. They got nothing to worry about right now. Um, It's just like when it came to, you know, some of the other teams. That's why I picked the other teams over Minnesota. Yeah. Um, Coming in number four, and like I said, I tried to get some history going in in my top ten. This is the lowest this team's ever been ranked in in uh, the power rankings history. Can I can I can I guess who it is? Yeah, the New England Patriots. Yep, they're the number four team, down three. Um, they've,
0: I think they've always been number
1: one. There's only been there's only, today will be the third. This is another historic stat I had for later, but whatever I'll say it now. Today will be the third team ever to be number one on the power rankings. There's only been two before today interesting New England and Kansas City were the only two teams that you ever never beat. had
0: Philly last year no
1: interesting okay now nah. all right No, nah, I never believed in Philly all the way I just it, it, that was a weird that was a weird one um but yeah so I got like I said not much to say because I put so much uh value in Brady uh, they lost to a great Jacksonville team the thing about that game was more of it it looks like little brother trying to beat up big brother yeah. and, and they did it so um, New it's England like kind of had a wake-up call. They can't just turn it on. They need to be. This team's coming. You know, um, they're ready to go. Jacksonville's going to be an issue for New England. Um, yeah, for sure. Not that I would take those teams over New England well, in, the, in the playoffs, but right now, Kansas City and Jacksonville are playing better than New England um, and like and Pittsburgh. Uh, yeah, for sure. Who are like kind of the old the old class of the AFC. Well, um, and with
0: with with the Patriots, it's like. Between the Patriots and Jacksonville, specifically uh, with this past week, it's like the Patriots will beat the Jaguars nine times out of ten. This just happened to be the tenth time.
1: So, uh, um, Tom Brady had never lost to Jacksonville, so that was his first loss to Jacksonville. Yeah, exactly. So you know, (laughs) and uh, so then also New England number four. They also just added Josh Gordon, who we've talked about a bunch uh, on the show. You called it. I love, I love, I love Josh Gordon. Um, I'm excited to see. Um, I'm excited to see what he does.
0: I mean, I'm just excited to see what he's going to do for but, a team that's not
1: the but, Browns. But we'll get we'll get back to Josh Gordon later on in the show about him individually. Yeah, um, I just wanted to add that in for the Patriots why I'm still holding him in very high, high regards. They lost to a really good team. Um, they're still they still are uh, Brady and Belichick. Added Josh Gordon. What I
0: what I will say though is, and I said I said it during the, during the game against Jacksonville is, everybody thinks Tom Brady has all this stuff left in the tank, and I just don't think he has as much as people think.
1: Mm. I I blame others before I blame Tom. <laughs> <laughs> that's just how, that's just how it goes. I that's mean, very
0: yeah. that's very easy to say from the outside looking in. <laughs> it is, it
1: is. I mean, when I watch, I just I don't blame Tom. I don't see the mistakes. I see other people make mistakes and. uh he, the people, they, they've expected so much out of him. They He doesn't have a ton of help. I mean, Gronk's a freak. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But it's not like they have. He doesn't have
0: the same receiving core as he's had in the past.
1: Yeah, it's, it's you know, Edelman, Edelman's out. He's got people like Chris Hogan, you know, is like his his guy. It's yeah. like nothing wrong with Chris Hogan, but he's not like some he's stud not that everybody's after. Yeah. And Edelman, I mean, it's like Edelman worked his way from being a special teams guy to a stud. So it's sure. Not like Edelman was some like first round draft pick. Um, But moving on from the Patriots, a new low for the New England Patriots.
0: I love it when when the Patriots are on a low.
1: My top three teams, I think, are clear-cut the top three teams to beat right now. I think if I had to pick a Super Bowl champ, it would be one of these three teams right now.
0: I I like where this is headed. Yeah,
1: right now, these three teams are hot. I mentioned all three of them already, I think. But uh, number three I'm going to start out with is Kansas City Chiefs. They're up four positions from last week. That's a big jump. Yep, that's a big jump. I think the biggest of – Philly moved down four, um, and they moved up four, so those were the two biggest moves. But uh, what can I say? Andy Reid is at it again. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, my guy. Uh, Dude, he's
0: on pace for like 80 touchdowns.
1: Ten touchdowns, first two games. Uh my my big thing now is the the conversation I want to start going is 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 Patrick Mahomes the new Donovan McNabb? Ooh, um, can he be Donovan McNabb? It, it's a great start. You know, yeah. I'm not I'm not ready. Let's not, to, let's not jump not, the gun though. I'm not ready to jump the gun, but um, that's where that's what I'm seeing. I mean, it's Andy Reid. He's got Andy Reid's never had this much talent around the quarterback position ever. You know, no. in his career. I mean. Yes, there was one year that they had Brian Westbrook and To, but and To was a is a monster. Don't get me wrong; I'm not trying to underplay that. <laughs> but the balance of Kareem Hunt, Tyreek Hill, Travis, Travis Kelsey, Kelsey, Sammy Watkins, and other guys—it's a the more way balanced
0: that, attack, which makes it a a better attack.
1: And Andy Reid is—I just I'm a huge Andy Reid fan, and and it's great to see that. He's had success in the year. It's yeah, dropped let's, off. Yeah, let's, let's see if he see. can finish the job. But he's never had. He hasn't had Mahomes yet. It's it's been Alex Smith, and I don't have anything against Alex Smith. But what he, I think, what I think, Mahomes is more has the more dynamic, you know, uh, possibilities as far as big wins and big runs in the playoffs. Yeah, whereas Alex sure. Smith, you know what you're getting. You know, there's not a there's not a huge like a lot of movement there. Yeah. Um, so Patrick Mahomes, Ty freak, I'm I'm excited to see what they do um they're a super bowl contender right now
0: yeah i mean they're they started out hot just like they did last year
1: and then uh coming in at number two i got saxonville um, wow
0: all the way up to number two
1: yeah they're up three positions as well uh this is the best jaguars team i've ever seen
0: yep hands down
1: and that's coming from someone where i watched them play without their best offensive player last week yeah. And uh, Blake Bortles had the best game of his career, and I'm still not really, like, sold on Blake Bortles. I don't think anybody's sold on Blake Bortles. Uh, it's, 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 it's up and down, but it's okay because their team is so dominant on the defensive end. They're getting plays from their, uh, their skilled guys, even though they're not the, the number one guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? People like D.D. Westbrook and Keelan Cole – and 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 T.J. Yeldon and these guys are not you know it's not Allen Robinson it's not Allen Hearns, it's not Marquise Lee yeah it's not Leonard Fournette it's not they all they don't these, have Mercedes Lewis anymore yeah it's not all these it's they're it's next guy up on offense and the defense is doing the damn thing um, I I loved watching Jalen Ramsey play but. Yeah, hey, I mean, he talked a big they, game and he held, backed it up. Held Gronk to two catches uh, for 15 yards off of four targets. Yeah, um, basically br- bracket covered him. They had someone he, on the and outside he, and, inside. and Jalen
0: Ramsey uh, mentioned Gronk, Gronk by name in some of those interviews.
1: Yeah, say so he was trash. Yeah, yeah. It's, but that—that's what you want. That's 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 what you have to do when you are a little brother franchise to the um, class to the of the bro- league, to the big brothers of New England and and Pittsburgh and stuff like that. And hey, we got uh, Tom Coughlin going against the uh, Patriots. Yeah. You know what I mean? so Tom like, Coughlin
0: usually does well against the Patriots.
1: He does well against the Patriots. And then for your enjoyment, uh, Sklar, <laughs> number one, third team ever. Um, third team ever to be number one. So Los Angeles Rams. Um, Let's go. Only Chiefs and Patriots had held this title before. Rams are the third team. I'm Best Pitts. team in football. They got to it before Seattle did.
0: Well, we knew that um, was going to happen, Tyler. Come but anyway,
1: so big win, thirty-four um, nothing over Arizona. They were my uh, my survivor pick on yep. FanDuel. Uh, my that's one, a, that's my a good one. My one win of the week. Uh, their point, their scoring differential for the season is they are up fifty-four points, which leads the NFL, obviously, in two games. <laughs> um, second place for the the highest differential is thirty-three points.
0: Well, here's another big number. The Rams as a team in the last six quarters of football have ba- – the defense has gone g- – not given up a single point in the last six quarters of football, and the team has scored 57 unanswered points yeah. in the last six quarters of football.
1: So almost their entire differential. A game and a half. And uh, my thing is, is they just look like they're in midseason form, which is scary. Um, this and is This is how, like, New Orleans looked. Um, coming into the season, of the year yeah. they won the Super Bowl, um, they're just re- they're ready to roll. So I got them at number one.
0: Yeah, I mean, w- we talked about it uh, after the first game, uh, after the couple of miscues that Jared Goff had with some of the receivers on some deep balls uh, and the effect that the preseason and them not really playing their guys had on the game. And game two, it looked like nothing really affected them
1: yeah no they're 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 locked in i mean they they know their roles they know who who's doing what out and there they know, and they know what's and they, at they, stake this year and uh you know mcveigh is just he's 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 dialed in he's just he's he's not making any bad calls Gurley looks phenomenal cooper cup and goff look like they have a great connection robert Woods still looks like he's a big part of it all yep um it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough it's gonna be a tough year playing against the rams yeah uh, i'm
0: excited and uh, shout out uh, Sam Shields for getting his first pick since 2016. He, we signed him in the offseason. season. He uh, he had to take a year off because he uh, had concussion issues. Yeah. Uh, and then he got, his first, player, he he the got his first he got his first pick one, of the yeah. year. Yeah. Against the Cardinals. So
1: yeah, L.A. Rams number uh, one, number one, best so, team in football right now. So the uh, the power rankings brought to you by the Cut Barbershop goes as follows: number one, L.A. Rams; two, Jacksonville; three, Kansas City. Uh, four New England Patriots, five Vikings, and then six Green Bay, seven Philadelphia, eight New Orleans, nine Atlanta, and Fitz Magic and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers coming in at number 10. We love it. Um, let's, let's, let's see what happens week three. Yeah. And
0: with that, we'll move right into our picks of the week for week three.
1: Some more history that I dug up.
0: Oh, perfect. We love it.
1: Um, just because we're going to go over the, our picks last week. Okay. This was this previous week um I went 6 and 10. Oh. which is uh the worst I've gone in TSK show history. I've definitely gone 6 and 10 before. Yep. so that was the worst. My previous low was 7 and 7. Okay. That was the pre- that was the lowest uh winning percentage I'd I'd had uh up to this point. So, a new low for uh the Patriots and a new low for me as far as uh Picks of the week. Oh well,
0: I'm I'm sorry.
1: It's all right, and I have a losing record for the season. I'm 15 and 17 for the year now. And I have the
0: exact opposite record of 17. 17 and 15 because I went nine and seven this week.
1: So we'll have to see what uh what games I can I can make up here this week.
0: Yeah, we'll see. But uh, all right, so Thursday, usually this game would be a toilet bowl game, but uh, it's the New York Jets going to Cleveland to take on the Browns. The Jets are one and one. The Browns are 0 oh, one and one. Yep. The line for this is actually Cleveland minus three.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I, I got Cleveland winning this game. I think this is where. They no, 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 no. This no, is no, where no, they no, get no, their no, first no. win.
0: No, it is not where they get yeah. their first win. This I can't wh- believe I'm putting my faith in a USC Trojan, but I think Sam Darnold is going to get the job done. No,
1: no, by I, I just. I think this was the the first one was really tough. Although that was a, a their their older brother per se and yeah. their division nemesis, Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, last game they play a, a New Orleans team that they should have beat. Now should would have could have for sure. <laughs> um, they haven't won yet, but they're a better team than the record shows, and uh, they're a better football team than than the Jets. I think they get the win.
0: I don't, I don't see how they could they get the They just can't
1: w- let them hang around at they all. They lost
0: their biggest offensive weapon, though.
1: I mean, yeah, because we we are fans of Josh Gordon. We say that that's their biggest weapon. But the guy has played nine games in the last four seasons, you know. Yeah. No, um, you're, you're not, not lying. It's not like he's been there before. You so, got a touchdown uh, this past week. Yeah, no. I mean, it was, it was great to see him in week one, but uh, – yeah, I I got, I got Cleveland winning this game All even right. without Josh Gordon. Well, I lo- I like what they got going on there.
0: Right off the bat, that's a that's a game you could potentially make up right there. I think there. that's gonna be the one. I, pre- I hope I hope it's not. I think we definitely have different answers on this next one too. All right. So the next the the first Sunday game is New Orleans versus Atlanta, both coming in at one and one. A big NFC South matchup.
1: Big time matchup. Uh, the you got lot, two top ten teams.
0: Yeah, two top ten teams in the TSK Show Power Rankings. Yeah. Uh, and Atlanta minus three is the line on this one.
1: Yeah, I got Atlanta winning. I also
0: have Atlanta winning. All right, yeah, so I, lo- I, I, I like you Atlanta
1: at gonna- home. Um, like I said, I don't really like New Orleans uh, where they're at. Like as far as how they're playing, uh, their roster's fine. I'm yeah. not worried about them in the long run. Uh, but this week, without Mark Ingram, still, uh, I think they lose on the road in Atlanta.
0: Yeah, no, see I thought you were gonna go with New Orleans because that's who you have winning the division. So I thought I
1: do, I do, and and I have and I have them ranked higher in my uh power rankings, but it's a close game. Uh I, I give the edge because Atlanta's at home and New yeah. Orleans still playing without Mark Ingram and they just haven't looked tuned up quite yet. So yeah. We'll see if they can do it. But neither
0: neither has Atlanta. But I mean,
1: it's not a it's not a game that I'm super sold on. No, (laughs) you know what I mean. This this, was a this was a toss up for me. Um, I ended up going with the home team.
0: I have a feeling this game could end up being like fifty four to like forty eight. I hope so. But all right, the next game we got is the Green Bay Packers, who are one zero and one, versus the Washington Redskins, who are one and one. Uh, this game is in Washington, but the line is Green Bay minus three. Yeah, I got Green Bay traveling to the nation's capital yeah. and taking this victory.
1: Yeah, I think this is a this is an easy one for Green Bay. Yeah, I'm not a not a big fan of Washington this Neither year. Am I. I think they're a bottom five team. Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised they're even one and one. Yeah, they have some they have some decent players. You know that they can they can win you some games, I guess, but. Alex Smith, you know, I think he needs more talent around him for him to be more successful. Yeah,
0: for sure. Uh, All right, so we both got the Packers winning that game. The next game we got is uh, a matchup we already discussed uh, because Carson Wentz will be returning. But Mm -hmm. it's the Indianapolis Colts traveling to the defending Super Bowl champ, Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, The line for this is Philadelphia minus 6.5. Both teams coming in at 1-1. and Obviously, we got the Andrew Luck-Carson Wentz matchup. Alshon Jeffrey is still banged up uh, mm-hmm. for the Eagles as well, yeah, uh, but I, feel, I got I got Philly taking this game.
1: Yeah, I do too. I feel bad for the Colts because I think it's going to be a tune-up game for the Eagles, and yeah. they're just a better football team right now. Yeah, and I think um, I think the
0: home crowd, Carson Wentz coming back, it's it, everything is just going to go in the Eagles' favor. I feel like yeah. next Sunday.
1: Yeah. I, I, yeah, Indiana doesn't have Indiana, – Indiana. Indianapolis just doesn't have enough run game to open up Andrew Luck enough to be able to beat the Eagles. Yeah, for uh, sure. Their defense is too good.
0: Yep. All right, the next game we got is the Buffalo Bills, who are 0-2 traveling to Minnesota to take on the Vikings, who are obviously 1-0-1. This is the biggest line uh, for the entire week.
1: Nice. That makes me feel good because this is like – as of right now, this is going to be my survivor pick.
0: You have Buffalo winning this game, huh?
1: No, Minnesota. Oh, okay. is going to be my survivor okay. pick this week. Like oh, my okay. one, you know, my.
0: Yeah, okay. I got yeah. you. I got you. Yeah. Um, But the line is Minnesota minus 16
1: and a half. <laughs> I'm not betting on that. <laughs> but uh, I definitely got Minnesota winning this game. For
0: sure I got Minnesota winning this game. Um,
1: But Buffalo is the worst team in the league. Oh, by far. Uh, they have the worst quarterback situation in the league. Um, you got guys retiring at halftime. Yeah,
0: let's talk about that for a second.
1: What, this is tough for me to talk about because, like, I go both ways. Like, you know, my thought process goes both ways because I don't know the whole story. Right, and I I did see
0: the whole statement that Vontae Davis put out uh, saying he just wasn't feeling right, and he just told, told the coaches at halftime. He was like, yo, I'm done. But it's like, for me, it's like I would never walk out on my team like that at least, like, say you're – just don't put me back in. Like, at least go out and be on the sidelines with your team till the end of the game, then make the announcement after the game is over. Don't, st- like, steal the spotlight then.
1: Yeah, it's definitely – uh it's tough. I mean, I don't know this – it's hard for me to pick because I don't know the scenario. It's like, yeah, I want to believe him, but it's like, you know, I don't, I don't like the idea of quitting on your teammates, but I also don't know how he's being treated by the – um, the organization, yeah. So it's like, if it was purely just because he physically, like, didn't have it and he couldn't get through the half, that's, like, a chump move. That's what I'm you know, saying. Like, I think it's a chump move if you just, like, quit because you're like, fuck, I, I don't got anymore. Like you said, you just tell the coach, you know what I mean? They're yeah, like, gonna, just don't put me back If you're in. questioning yourself, the coach is not going to put you in. Yeah, for sure. Um, and so if that's the case. But Especially with people's if jobs If he was, on the like, line. frustrated with something else and, and this was, like, bubbling up to where it was just kind of the end then, and he got frustrated because they're getting their asses kicked, um, you yeah. know. Yeah. But for it's hard for me to just like I want to jump to say that's a chump move, but I just don't know all. Yeah, the, you can't really judge. Yeah, I can't judge at all yet. He might he might have have good reasoning, but if his reasoning was physical, um, football playing uh, related reasons, then then yeah, that's it's a chump, chump move. move. Yeah, huh, jinx. <laughs> uh, it's a, uh, uh, it wasn't. I've never seen anything like that. I <laughs> no, just can't neither, believe no, it. No, I've that. never seen
0: anything like it either. Yeah, so. But, all right, we both got Minnesota winning that game. Uh, the next game we got is a 0 2 team facing a 2 and 0 team. We got Oakland traveling to South Beach to take on the Miami Dolphins. Uh, Raiders Dolphins, it's not looking good for the Raiders f- after the first two weeks, but. No, I'm I think disappointed
1: in the Raiders.
0: I think that. This might be the week that yeah. they, they get it done.
1: I picked Oakland to win as well.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, hey, the Chargers went to the East Coast last week and got the job done against Buffalo. Yeah, the o- Oakland's going to the East Coast this week. Maybe they can, maybe they can get it done too. I
1: really don't like Miami's team. I just I don't, don't know I, how they're two and zero. Yeah, I don't either. They're definitely not. That's like definitely a mirage. That's not going to be anything no. to worry about. Um, and, and I think Oakland just hasn't played well yet. They haven't clicked. That they're kind of like I was saying in New Orleans, where they still look like they're in preseason mode. Uh, it looks like they just haven't like figured it out. So, but they better, I think but they better hurry up. I mean, they're zero and two, and they're in a tough division. So, um, if they want any shot at salvaging the season, they got to do it now.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, the Broncos are two and zero. Chargers are one and one. Chiefs are two and zero. I mean, that's that's a pretty competitive division right there, and it's only the third week of the season.
1: Yeah, no, it's, it's exactly. I mean, Kansas City is going to win it, so they have to get a wild card position.
0: Yeah. Uh, all right, next game we got is uh, a team we just mentioned, the Denver Broncos, who are two and zero, going to Baltimore mm-hmm. to take on the Ravens, who are one and one. The line on this is Baltimore minus five.
1: I got Baltimore winning this game at home. No, oh, I got Denver winning this game going to three and zero. Yep, I, I I don't think Denver. Uh, well, I mean, I, I don't know. I've been wrong with Denver so far this year. They're a little bit better than I thought. The defense is still pretty dynamic. Uh, Vaughn Miller is still a beast. So um, they still, they, Case Keenum, I mean, you know, he's good enough and he has talent at wide receiver Yeah. Uh, with Demarius and Emmanuel Sanders. So uh, that, that little running back, Lindsley, has been a great pickup for them. He, yeah, he's, definitely. He's added a spark plug to their offense. But um, I like the way Baltimore's played this played this year, and ultimately I think they have a more balanced team to win the game, and they're at home.
0: Yeah. So, all right, that's another another opportunity for you, you to know? make up some games right there. All right, the next game we got is another team who I have no idea how they're 2-0, and uh, the Cincinnati Bengals going to Carolina to take on the Panthers, who are 1-1. One one. The line on this is Carolina minus 3.
1: Because what's great about the NFL is, you know, it's, it's a, there's, not a lot of, there's not a ton of disparity between the talent, you know. It's, no. So, it's going back and forth on who's winning games. Teams like Cincinnati, Miami are 2-0. and You know, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's what's cool about it. It's a great league. Uh, I got Carolina winning this game, though. Uh, beat, so do I. Beating the Bengals for the first yep. time. Um, in Carolina was kind of my, the main reason why I picked the Panthers. I think these teams are pretty similar talent-wise. They're kind of in the same boat. I have Carolina a little bit better of, uh, of an overall football team than Cincinnati, but if Cincinnati's defense can show me anything, I I definitely like the Bengals' offense.
0: Yeah, no, I mean the Bang- the Bengals' offense definitely has a lot of weapons. I just think that uh, this week is going to be the week that McCaffrey really breaks out and has that big big game everybody's been talking about that that we've been w- kind of waiting. Yeah, for. he's gonna have a bunch of those. He's
1: gonna have a big year. It, it, they're just he's all they got. Yeah. Especially with Greg Olson going down.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that's definitely a, a huge loss for them. That's that's Cam Newton's safety blanket, right there. But uh, I still have Carolina taking care of business. Yeah, I got Carolina winning business. that one. All right, the next matchup we got is a pair of zero two teams. Uh, it's the New York Giants going to Houston to take on the Texans. we uh,
1: Texans.
0: Yeah, I mean nobody was nobody was really expecting them to be, to be in the position they're in right now, but. Jadavion Clowney didn't play last week, so they need uh, him on the field. Yeah, that's that's definitely a huge weapon on defense. With JJ
1: Watt not being the the quite the dominate force he was a couple years ago, they they need him to win football games. And Deshaun Watson's got to be Deshaun Watson he was last year.
0: Yeah, he hasn't he hasn't really shown uh, the flashes we saw in those six seven games. He's got to be their
1: playmaker. He's got to just be the magic man. Um, but I haven't winning the game.
0: I do too, just because I think New York they're is at, they're, not a good football team.
1: No, nah, they're at home. Uh, they're at home. They're playing a team that is pretty. Uh, it's not very balanced, you know. Saquon's playing well, but it's o- you know Odell and Saquon. Yeah, it's not, we it's know nothing. where the ball's going on the yeah, Giants. It's, it's nothing too, nothing too crazy. Uh, they don't have. I, I'm. They don't have a very respectable defense in New York, so. Or a respectable offensive line, so yeah. Hopefully Watt and Clowney can get on the field and, and play against. Them. I don't know what's their timetable uh, as far as coming back, but yeah. Honey Badger's looking great. Always love to see that.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's always that always makes you happy. But all right, the next next game we got is an AFC South matchup between the Tennessee Titans, who are one and one, going to Jacksonville, who are undefeated at two and zero. Oh. The line on this is Jacksonville minus one. Uh, I got what? Jacks. Yeah, Jacksonville minus
1: one. That is fucking insane. The- Jacksonville was like the other uh, Survivor pick that I was gonna go with. Yeah, uh, between, I mean like Minnesota. It was between like Minnesota, Kansas City, and Jacksonville. Well, with Mariota, I got Jacksonville in a blowout win against Kansas so do-
0: Yeah, so do I. With Mariota being out, I mean Jacksonville's and defense home- defense is just gonna be. God, to that eat. makes
1: me want to bet on that. Hey man,
0: barbecue chicken, as Shaq
1: would say yeah that's crazy can't believe they only have jacksonville by one yeah jacksonville's gonna dominate that game it's not even gonna be close i'm not i, I don't like tennessee's team as well no i mean it's especially tight it's, it's the but titans they made, they made the playoff you know they ended up making the playoffs because everyone got you know the afc just got kind of fell apart last year yeah it turned upside down so then they were the last one standing
0: yeah all right the next matchup we got is the san francisco 49ers at one and one going to Kansas City to take on the 2-0 and Chiefs. The line on this is Kansas City minus six. I got Kansas City moving to 3-0. I mean, yeah, nothing like, nothing they have done has shown me otherwise that they're not going to win this football game. Yeah, this
1: is another one of those. Like, this is one of my more confident picks is Kansas City over San Francisco, especially at home. Yeah, I
0: mean, Jimmy G hasn't really shown anything special this year.
1: Uh, no, nah, I, I think San Francisco, I, they're the most overhyped team coming in this I year. I didn't
0: understand it.
1: Yeah, I mean, because they went five and zero to finish the year, they thought that that trend would just keep going. But it's not. We knew it. They are who yeah. we thought they were.
0: They, they are who we thought they were. All right, next we got the so-called battle for LA, and there's no real fucking battle because we all know the Rams are winning it.
1: Way bigger, way better battle than basketball, though. The Chargers have a good football history. The Rams have a good football history, but it's in just terms their histories aren't in LA. Yeah. But in terms of I mean, Right, right now, this second, the Rams are the the top dogs for sure. Well, the Rams
0: will always be the top dogs because we own the stadium and the Chargers will have to pay rent there, just yeah, like the Clippers they, pay rent to the Lakers.
1: Yeah, they got there first, and, and for sure that, that's uh, – coming from like a smaller community like San Diego, you're just not going to get the same fan base.
0: Yeah, and nobody from San Diego wants to drive up to L.A. to see you play. Yeah,
1: well, and it's just not a huge like population of people. You know, like St. Louis has got – some fans like the Rams still got fans out there outside yeah. of L.A.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, the Chargers, they're 1-1. One and one. The Rams are 2-0. and oh. The line on this is Rams minus 7. Uh, I think the Rams are going to just blow the Chargers away. Uh, I think – Yeah, no Joey Bosa hurts. Yeah, no Joey Bosa is huge for the Chargers. Um, but the Rams being at home, this whole fight for L.A. thing, it it's really – I think this – it's going to be a great game. Don't get me wrong, but I just think the Rams have too much firepower.
1: Yeah, the Ra- I I got I'm picking the Rams um, to win for sure. They're just like you said they're they're more they're a more well-rounded football team. But Philip Rivers is going to make it interesting. He's going to give them the best shot to win, but they just don't have enough. Yeah, uh, especially with no Joey Bosa now. Joey Bosa and Ingram get out there on the edge; You can make things difficult for Golf. That's a good way, you know. That's a blue that's a game plan, you know, but yeah. they, they don't have that, so.
0: Yeah. All right, the next game we got is uh definitely one I'm looking forward to, and I know you're looking forward to it. Uh, it's the Dallas Cowboys going to Seattle for the home opener for the Seahawks. Yep. It's the the Cowboys are 1 and 1, the Seahawks are 0 and 2, obviously not where they want to be. Uh, the reason why I'm looking forward to this matchup is we all remember what happened last year with Earl Thomas going To Jason Garrett and being like, "Yo, come get me," basically. Yeah. So I'm I'm basically my eyes this entire game are going to be on Earl Thomas when he's on the field, just basically going out there trying to ball out and.
1: Yeah, Earl's going to try and ball out all year because he's not coming back. Exactly. He's got to show people he can still play. Yeah. Um, I got obviously I got Seattle winning this game. I have Seattle winning this game. This is two games where their team, their franchise, are kind of like trying to figure out. Um, where they're going because they had so much promise. They were such a young, promising team, both of them. Um, And it's gotten off to a rough start. Uh, Seattle's offense is just atrocious. It's hard to watch. Um, I hope it gets fixed. Losing Doug Baldwin is tough, but uh, it shouldn't be that tough. Um, The only good thing is, is, like, Seattle's schedule works in their favor, I think, because in the first seven games, um, in the first seven games, we have two home games. And those are Dallas and the and and the Rams. So pretty, now, pretty tough two home games. But it's t- tough. It's a tough. It's a tough way to start the, the season. The last but, five weeks of the year. The last five weeks of the season. We have four home games.
0: Yeah. See, it's it's a double edged sword. It's a hard way to start the season going on the road so much. But having getting it's, the chance to be at home on the latter part of the season. Yeah. Sleeping in your own bed, keeping that same routine. All of that is gonna pay a lot of dividends for the Hawks it's it's like it's
1: we're lucky that uh I mean we're we, we haven't been blown out you know what I mean it's not like I'm ready to panic on the Seahawks I don't think they're done by any means it is time to like you know we do need to address the offense it looks terrible the defense is still balling out uh yeah they've they've given up some points but I mean, la- last game they gave up 24, but seven of it was a pick six. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? And they, they've they had five interceptions in the first two games. and um, We have a great special team. So uh, I think Seattle's still got enough in the tank uh, to, beat, to beat Dallas.
0: Yeah, I, I think they have enough to beat Dallas, but obviously optically uh, in terms of where these two teams have been over the past couple of years, losing to the Bears does not look good.
1: No, no. Losing the Bears and the Broncos, those are two teams I didn't really see too much from. Um so definitely a tough start for first. If you
0: if if I had a meter from a zero to ten of a panic meter, what what's your panic uh, level at?
1: Oh uh, no, not not anywhere anything concerning, like eight. Uh,
0: your panic level's at an eight?
1: Or oh, wait, is that bad or good? No, that's bad. Oh, it's so like a two?
0: Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. that's better.
1: Yeah, like no panic. I, I would like to see a couple things on offense. I wish we would. I wish we would come in the first half of the games. I wish we'd run the ball in first and second down. Um, but it's like it's very. I mean, we we're so close. I mean, we we're we were in both those games. Both of them we should have. Both of them we could have won. Both of them we shouldn't have lost. So um, I'm all right. We're it's good. a whole lot
0: of shoulda, woulda, coulda. I hear.
1: Yeah. No. We're, I mean, but we're good. You know, it's not like we are getting blasted. You know, it's not like fuck. We're it's done. You know. <laughs> yeah. And it's like we've had it, we got a ton of injuries so I I would like to think when we get healthy and we get rolling we're going to be fine.
0: Yeah. How uh, how disrespectful did you think that uh Patriots Infinity Gauntlet graphic ESPN did last night was? Did you get did you the see Seahawks it? The Seahawks
1: one? Yeah, did you see it? Or the Patriots one?
0: Well, the the Seahawks graphic it the, the Infinity Gauntlet had a Patriots logo on it.
1: Oh, that's weird. It was just because it was just the players that were missing from the last Super Bowl.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And well, the no last Super Bowl old? the last Super Bowl they played the
1: Patriots yeah no that's weird though it's not like the Patriots did that well uh I think it was more of in-house um yeah we only have Bobby KJ and Earl left yeah that's crazy on the defense but those are probably like if I had to pick three that would, two of them definitely have been those Bobby and Earl so I'm assuming the other one would have been Richard maybe maybe Michael Bennett I don't know you know okay depends on when when you know <laughs> cam
0: yeah all right. Uh, we just uh, talked about this team uh, because they played the Seahawks. But the next game we got is the Chicago Bears going to Arizona to take on the 0 2 Cardinals. The Bears obviously 1 and 1, and Cardinals 0 2. The line on this is Arizona minus 1. I got Chicago winning.
1: That's weird. They got it. Uh, yeah, I got Chicago winning too. I guess the line's just because Arizona's at home. Yeah. Um, but Arizona. It's not looking good for them.
0: No, they look like a they're
1: bottom looking, five. Team. They're looking like they're having a yeah, I didn't think they would have this but I thought they'd be more closer to the middle of the pack than this.
0: Yeah, no, I mean it's 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 rough out there in the desert.
1: Yeah, they're just not getting anything out of the quarterback play. David Johnson's great. Larry Fitzgerald's great. Patrick Peterson's great. Patrick but, Peterson got a pick against the Rams. But they can't do you know, they can't do it with just them.
0: Yeah. And I mean, hey, Trubisky looks pretty good.
1: Yeah, no, I mean the the Bears are rolling. They're they've got momentum, but I don't. They're not making did you the playoffs. See, did
0: you see Khalil Mack has uh, more defensive stats than the entire Raiders defense already?
1: Yeah, I mean he's a, he's a beast. Um, but again, I think I don't think Chicago's make the playoffs. I don't think they're that dangerous of a football team. Yeah, they're 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 a couple years away, but they're looking good.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, the Sunday night game is uh, the New England Patriots coming off the loss to Jacksonville. Uh, going to Detroit to take on the Lions who are 0-2 and uh
1: who is coached by Matt Patricia.
0: Yeah. This is uh Matt Patricia versus Bill Belichick, uh the first edition.
1: These normally turn out bad for the other guys. I, Usually. Um New England I think is gonna gonna come out firing on all cylinders. Oh,
0: I think New England has the chance to beat Detroit by like thirty this week.
1: Yeah. It could yeah, see and it could go either way, you know, obviously with Detroit there's always the chance of a shootout but Right now, Detroit, Detroit's one of those teams that's not looking as good as I'd hoped they would um, at the jump. So, um, I got New England winning the game.
0: Yeah, I just think New England wants to shut everybody up about this Jacksonville loss. Yeah, they're not worried about Jacksonville. Yeah. All right, Monday night game is the Pittsburgh Steelers, who are 0-1-1. Definitely not where we thought they would be uh, two weeks into the year. Going against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who are two and zero, and obviously we know we didn't think they were going to be here.
1: Yeah, Pittsburgh's had a weird season, um, just with no on Antonio then, Brown
0: didn't show up to they, the facility today for which, film,
1: which is weird. And then you know they're getting good play out of James Conner, they're getting good play out of T.J. Watt, but it's just like it's not coming together for there's, there's it's not coming together for wins. Tying the Browns is worse than a is basically a loss.
0: No, I think I'd say that's worse than a
1: loss. Yeah, exactly. So it's just like. Uh, I don't like where Pittsburgh, so I'm going. I'm riding the Magic. Yeah, I, I'm, r- I'm riding with Fitz Magic too. I bet against Fitz Magic the first two weeks. I'm not going to do it the third week. Uh, I'm I'm taking Tampa Bay on Monday night. Um, I would love to see Ryan just do it. Just yeah. do it to him, you know. Uh, but Pittsburgh could easily win this game. This is like more of a. This isn't a super like no, a this is solid not a, pick. I mean no. I'm go I'm riding with emotion and riding with momentum. Yeah, I am not confident
0: uh, in this pick at all, but I'm definitely riding with momentum. Almost
1: and, every other week I'd probably pick Pittsburgh to win this game. But oh, uh, it, yeah. I, because I still think Pittsburgh is a Super Bowl caliber team, even though they haven't won a game yet. But Tampa Bay is hot.
0: Yeah, I have to I have to ride the hot hand.
1: Yep. That's 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 how I'm rolling as well.
0: But yeah, so that's
1: we got a little discrepancy in there.
0: Yeah, you, you got a chance to make up some games. I got a chance to uh,
1: take a, take head. a bigger lead. I know. I need, I, need to get, I need to get up to that 12 mark. Yeah. But, all right, that, that wraps up uh, our picks of
0: the week for week three of the NFL. And like, like I said at the top, uh, Tyler and I are now going to go over our top 10 sports moments f- from the last 12 months because this is the 50th episode, uh, the one-year anniversary of the TSK show. Uh, don't forget, you can follow us at TSK Show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, find us iTunes, Spotify, or not Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, Anchor, all of that. Uh, just search TSK Show in the search bar. But let's uh, let's hear your number ten moment from the past twelve months, Tyler.
1: Yeah, it's been a good year, man. It was a lot of fun. Uh, we covered a bunch of different shit, so there was a there was a lot to pick from and. It was easy at first, and then it got a little tougher, but I feel like I put together a solid list. Um, I'm not going to talk about this one too much because we'll talk about it a little later, but uh, my number 10 was Dodgers going to the World Series. And because we're pro- and because we're going to go over it with you, I'll just say the reason why is it's always cool to be in a city. Um, That's when, playing for a championship. Yeah, exactly. So I'll leave it at that. Number 10, we, covering, <laughs> the, covering the World Series. Um, it's also a shot at the Mariners because I've never lived in a city where there was – a team playing for a, for a World Series. So yeah. There we go. All right. My number 10 moment
0: uh, was uh, the legalization of sports gambling, just because I think it's just such a monumental decision. Uh, it's definitely going to change the way sports are viewed uh, in yeah, bars, in It's casinos. weird that it hasn't been talked
1: about more, actually.
0: Well, I think it's just because states are slowly but surely— it's still got a
1: negative connotation exactly, to it. So.
0: Exactly, exactly um it's it's gonna take some time for states to start warming up to the legalization of sports gambling
1: yeah that's a good one yeah it's gonna be fun i can't wait to go to like buffalo wild wings or the stadium and be able to place bets that's yeah be cool. it's, it's gonna be really cool um number nine this is uh this was a cool one just because i was proud that it was my team that got to do it uh, was when Seattle Seahawks drafted Shaquem Griffin to uh, play alongside his twin brother. On top of it, yep. Now, not only not only the fact that Shaquem is the first player to be drafted without a hand, you know he's missing a hand. Yep. a lot of people know the Shaquem Griffin story, but to be drafted alongside to play with your twin brother on top of it, um, that was just dope. I was I was super excited that the Seahawks made that happen. Yeah, and I think they're both going to be really good players.
0: Yeah, I mean, hey, Shaqu- uh, Shaquille Griffin, his brother. Got two interceptions last night on Monday yeah. Night Football. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, and I and I call I call Shaquee, uh, Shaquille Shaq Griffin. Yeah, and I call Shaquem Shaquem. So it's tough to keep those two <laughs> the two Shaq Griffins, uh, two Shaq Griffins apart. But yeah, that was that, that was badass. I was happy yeah, everybody
0: to see everybody loves a feel good story.
1: Yep, and I was happy to see it was my my team. So yeah, it's it's always cool when your team does the right thing. Yeah, well, and just it's the cool thing. Well, it, like yeah. it's rare that it's not always the right thing is the cool thing, you know what I yeah. mean? Um, so that they can play too. It's not It's not just a feel good story, you know? It's a, yeah. it, 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 it no, was, no, they can
0: actually ball out. Yeah. All right. My number nine moment, uh, similar to uh, the Dodgers making the World Series, but it's uh, the Rams having their first successful season back in L.A. Uh, Obviously, the Jeff Fisher year, the first year back in L.A., was a disaster, Um, and just having a competitive football team to root for, have a vested interest in, uh, it really got the city buzzing, and then obviously now this year, uh, with this season, it's just keeping on rolling.
1: Yeah, if you've never been to L.A. on a Sunday, it used to be a melting pot of jerseys. Yeah. I mean, you know, the Rams being good helps out so much for an L.A. crowd because, you're going to have to pull people in L.A. away from their, you know. Most people are transplants. Most people in L.A. are from L.A.
0: Yeah, and there's also just so much to do in L.A. That your first idea of doing something on a Sunday might not be going to a football game. Yeah, it was
1: never an option before.
0: Yeah, and I mean, just flat out, like the Dodgers going to the World Series, L.A. is a city of championship or bust. And yeah. we we have a reputation here in LA of winning, and that's that's the expectation. Yeah, you're
1: one of two big markets. I mean, it, it's like LA, and New York. If you guys aren't winning, you're not doing you're not doing it right. Yeah. Um, so that was number nine. Um, coming to number eight, this is a sport we don't really cover too much, but this one was obviously like a big time one for uh, for the time uh, on August 27th, Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> uh box conor mcgregor for the mega fight yeah it's a, that, that's a uh, huge moment yeah floyd got floyd uh tko connor in the 10th round uh floyd advanced to 50 and know um it was a lot of fun i can remember watching the fight with a bunch of guys from work it yep was, and uh to see connor you know i was going for floyd um and i was of, going I, for connor i thought floyd was going to win but uh it was cool to see connor you know, kind of be a trailblazer in the sport. Yeah, step out of his comfort zone. Yeah, and, you know, be one of the first guys. This could be something that you see as a trend in the future of, you know, blending MMA and boxing together. Yeah, and now uh, Conor, he's stepping
0: back into the octagon. He's going to fight Khabib.
1: Which he's a fighter. He's not a boxer. But this this was good because I think this is just like, you know, a moment in time. Yeah, no, it's it's... we can't appreciate it right now it's it's everyone's gonna
0: i think i think the mcgregor mayweather fight is one of those times where it's like you're gonna remember where you were when you watched that fight
1: yeah and it's just like you know 50 years from now we'll see a generation of fighters and stuff that modeled themselves after these guys so yeah definitely
0: and then now i mean do you believe the rumors that mayweather and pacquiao are gonna fight
1: yeah if they can make it happen because mayweather knows he can win
0: (laughs) yeah probably
1: and it, and it's you know it's going to be another nine figure payday.
0: Yeah. Oh, I mean, who who wouldn't want a nine figure payday for at
1: least fifty? No. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's Part.
0: that's the big the big thing.
1: Put a yeah. lot on the line.
0: Yeah. All right. My number eight moment uh, was actually uh, it actually benefit well it didn't really benefit you it, it it really made your life a lot better. Uh, it's actually Loyola Chicago's Cinderella run in the NCAA tournament.
1: I got I got them on my list.
0: I I knew you would. Yeah. Um it was just it it's always great when March Madness rolls around. You you kind of try and figure out who's going to be that Cinderella team and Loyola Chicago obviously came out of nowhere. Uh Sister Jean, the whole thing with that that whole phenomenon went viral. Um it was just a it's it's a great story that it's a great group of kids and they yep. played great basketball.
1: Oh yeah, go Ramblers. <laughs> you got the t-shirt. Yep um award today actually uh okay so we're moving on to number seven then yeah number seven number seven i got yeah. uh i got big ball brand takes over the world <laughs> oh you know um it's more of a string of events um similar yeah. to like a season yeah um but it's like jello getting into trouble Mello dropping out of high school uh lithuania jba Lonzo plays his first year with the Lakers. Yeah. Um, Lavar and all of his, you know, quotes, I guess. The antics. His antics. Um I loved it. I loved I loved covering the big baller brand from the you know, being being out here and being on the ground level. It's been fun yeah. to, it's been fun to watch. It's been fun to cover. And I'm excited to see what happens next with the big baller brand.
0: Yeah, who who knows? Uh I know as far as like the JBA is concerned, uh Lavar compiled a team from Uh, a team of players from all the teams that were in the JBA. They put together like
1: an all, like an all-star team. Yeah, He
0: he created his own team USA and he's going to take them overseas and they're going to play a bunch of European clubs. Yeah. They got like
1: 40 games um, starting in Western Europe and going all the way over to China. And I think they finished up with like eight games in China.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's pretty cool. I mean, the fact that
1: yeah, he's taking a bunch of 19 year old kids overseas, getting them out of the country, just the, showing them, exposing yeah. them to the world, getting them better at basketball.
0: Yeah, and I mean just just the fact that he's been able to get this done, regardless of the fact of the success in terms of uh, the crowds and how much money he's making off of the JBA. Just the fact that he's doing all this, he's trying it's to figure it out. He's
1: trying to figure it out. Uh, similar to like Connor, you know, the, when you're the first one, it's not always like the prettiest path. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, for sure. You're kind of showing people how to how to get it done. Um, and it's like with with the JBA, you know, with eight teams, it's hard to find a hundred good basketball players. Yeah. But to find ten, twelve really good basketball players, um, this is where we could see if his, you know, training and his all this his if, methods his methods are going to come to fruition.
0: Yeah. All right, my number seven moment uh, is an it's from a sport we we don't cover too often, but just the fact of uh, everybody loving the underdog and. All of that—it's uh, the Vegas Golden Knights Stanley Cup playoff run. Yeah, even though, even though they ended up losing short, yeah. to the Washington Capitals, and obviously that's a great story because Ovech- Ovechkin got his first Stanley Cup. But, but Vegas—it was their first year, inaugural season, inaugural season, new team, expansion draft. All of that just Stanley Cup. Yeah, they they made it to the Stanley Cup Finals. It it was great for sports because it made the news in terms of like not just it's in not the sports section. it's
1: not the Patriots it's not the Spurs it's yeah the it's, same it's, shit, it's a new know? face yeah exactly it's, it's refreshing to get new people in there and it was an underdog story exactly just similar to like all the tournament tournament runs and stuff yep um coming at number six uh I got my boys uh the North Carolina Tar Heels uh-oh what'd um, they do on February 8th they beat uh at home they went one and one against Duke last year uh the one at home they won um, beat a Duke team, then, and, and I think North Carolina was severely like less talented than than Duke was. Um, this so year, I would say, yeah. That, so for when sure. they got the win, it was dope. Um, they had Grayson Allen. Uh, Duke had Grayson Allen, Gary Trent Jr., Wendell Carter Jr., Marvin Bagley III. All got drafted uh, in 2018. So um, every single year, if North Carolina gets a win, that's a top 10 moment for me, for sure.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, you, you love the Tar Heels, so that, that definitely makes sense, uh, yeah, the, yeah. the Tar Heel victory over the Dukies.
1: Anytime there's a calendar year, if the, if, Duke, if North Carolina got one over Duke, that's, that's the top ten.
0: <laughs> All right, uh, my number six moment, and it's the first appearance by the one and only LeBron James on my top ten moments, but it's watching him lose in the finals once again. Yep. Because at the time he was a member of the Cavaliers, at the time I hated him a lot more than I do now uh and i just love watching lebron lose in the finals it's it's definitely going to be different yeah uh when the lakers make it to the finals yeah. with him but
1: yeah i'd rather. Really, yeah i mean people 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 like to see him lose i don't, I don't get it they, <laughs> they yeah i, mean, I never I, I get your team wanting to win but just wanting bad to come from a guy that only does good is just so weird but <laughs> Hey, I, wasn't, I understand. There's athletes that I don't like just for no apparent reason, but
0: I wasn't rooting for the Warriors to win. I was rooting for was, LeBron to lose. Yeah,
1: I mean, I I, I respect, I'll respect the, the, I would respect the Cavs so much more than the Warriors, but <laughs> I, I but I mean, it's like I but I've stayed consistent with my you know opinion hey, I, of you know. I've
0: stayed consistent with my opinion of LeBron. Well, no,
1: I mean, like uh, I was, of the, this scenario, it's like when when. My least favorite years of LeBron were the first two years he played Miami. After those two years, I got over it. Um, and so mm. it's just like I wasn't a fan of LeBron joining Miami, just like I'm not a fan of Durant. You know, it's not, it's not like I just am like singling out Durant. I don't ever yeah. like it. You know what I mean? It's, I feel it's, you. It's fucking retarded, but whatever. That's how it went down.
0: All right, let's move into the top five.
1: Top five. Uh, we, we went over it a little bit already, but I got the Loyola Chicago tourney run. We love it. Um, I picked them for the Sweet 16, and then I ended up making bets on them for the rest of the way through. Um, in the tournament, they before the Final Four, they ran through. The number six Miami Hurricanes, the number three seed Tennessee, number seven seed Nevada, and number nine seed Kansas State. And a couple, um, a couple
0: of those games came down to the wire, and they were able to pull well, it be out. Well, they
1: beat Miami by two, the very first game, too. Yep. I remember that. Yep. Um, and then we watched the Nevada game; that was like the crazy. Yeah, that one. was a crazy one too. Um, and then, and then um, their their magical run came to an end in the final four when they played uh, the Laker, Mo Wagner, yep. and Michigan Wolverine. Uh, Mo Wagner ended up having the um, arguably the greatest final four performance ever statistically. Um and uh w- you know, they ended up losing, but they got there final four. Yeah. of Chicago Ramblers.
0: There you go. Let's let's see what they can do next year. Probably not much.
1: Probably not much. <laughs> All
0: right, my number 5 moment uh actually yeah, was they,
1: they they the I didn't write it down. I don't know why, but the loyal member. The the cool part I found was that the their two star players they had played, played together, together, together their entire lives since middle school. So yeah. they made the made run. Yeah, that's
0: that's always cool. But my number five moment was actually the TSK show, TSK show takeover of Angel Stadium.
1: Angel Stadium. Yeah, going right.
0: to, going to Angel Stadium.
1: All right, uh, we almost
0: one. caught the home run ball. We got on TV.
1: That was a really good game. That is probably <laughs> the best baseball game I've ever been to. Actually, that's hands down the best. Baseball game I've ever been to, especially like as far as like fun goes, like yeah, because I the, mean one of the most fun I've ever had at a, at a at a stadium.
0: Yeah, we had seats all the way up at the top. We were able to sneak our our way down all the way to the field level, about
1: maybe third third base line, right? yeah, third by base pole. Pole.
0: probably ten rows from the field. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was just a great time. All the guys yeah. were there. We went. Mariners to,
1: lost. We went to Golden Road before. We got Mike Trout T shirts. The Mike Trout T shirts was a great addition. And here, this is my thing. This is why I, I was. Angel Stadium was great. It's like probably my favorite baseball stadium I've ever been to. Because no,
0: no, 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 don't say
1: that. Don't oh, say that. I, but but here, this is why. I mean, this is Dodger Stadium. So much better. It's be, it's not necessarily the stadium. It's the being across the street um, from Golden Road Brewery was great. Yeah, it was, that it was, was awesome a, to go to Golden Brewery, get good food, um, and then once you get in, this was the deal for me. You can get a oh. hot dog <laughs> and a can of beer for nine fifty. It's whether sta- you know, and they their uh, their team like tries to keep their stadium prices lower. You know, that's like yeah. their their thing. Um, amazing.
0: But you want to know what also that is the difference between the Dodgers playing in Los Angeles and the Angels actually playing in Anaheim and claiming Los Angeles.
1: No, but, I mean, it's like, dude, you go to any state. I've been in I've been in San Diego Stadium, which is not, like, a huge market. Seattle Stadium, which is not a huge market. And their prices are, like, double. Yeah, but
0: those stadiums are so much nicer than Angel Stadium actually is.
1: Yeah, well, that's, I mean, that's what they're hanging their hat on. They're, this is the place where families can go to baseball games. yeah there
0: were a lot of families there
1: well and that's like that's i think that's their whole selling pitch is like we have the most affordable stadium in the league yeah you bring everybody
0: yeah all right what's your number four moment
1: and this has got a great headline this is like a newspaper headline <laughs> already uh, courtesy of brett shout out brett oh but no it's a uh, the pirates sailed to two and oh <laughs> yeah, pirates sail to two and zero. Oh. Yes, it's not something that's the like Woodman. pro sports, but we cover we cover our we cover everything. We cover our men's basketball league team, the Woodman and, Pirates, and I would like to just give us a shout out. We're two and zero. Oh. Yeah, we got big wins over the Bulldogs and the Goats. Yep, and uh, yeah, it's it was a great moment for us to, uh, in the last year. I would say I, I haven't played in a men's league so. Good to get back out there on the court and start two and zero.
0: Yeah, Tyler, Tyler and I last week before our game, we uh, we got to the gym early. We got a chance to see all the other teams play. Did a little scouting. Yeah, it's looking good for us. It's definitely looking good for us. So, but hey, no, that's that's a great moment.
1: Pirates sailed to two and zero.
0: Shout out Brett for the headline. That's a good one. All right, my number four moment uh, was actually the TSK show takeover at Staples Center.
1: See, I got, I got, I got that one as my next one. So. Nice. My number three is TSK show goes to Stable Center. Yeah, um, so we got the we got the Lonzo jerseys.
0: We got the Lonzo jerseys that night. I won the tickets on the radio, so we got to go to the game for free.
1: The parking worked out. The
0: parking worked out because we parked down the street and, and the, Ubered over.
1: And then the the bar worked out before we yep. got right in when it was full. Yeah, two people just happened to get up.
0: Yep, two people just happened to get up. We, we played were, the Spurs. Well, and oh, don't forget at Yard House it was also happy hour.
1: And, well, that's why, I mean, we got into the bar when it was full. Yeah. You
0: know, two people just had to get up and get the, you know, that was that was the yeah. crazy part we, of all that. We played the Spurs. Tyler got to see DeJounte Murray play.
1: Well, and, and it's like we thought the free tickets were going to be 300 levels.
0: Yeah, and it was actually... 100 level. 200. 200 levels. 200 levels. Yeah. Uh, but still better than 300s.
1: No, I mean, they were great. They were great. They but definitely the best seats I've had in Staples Center yet. Yeah. So. I, I've I've sat in better seats, but... I mean, I've only been to Staples maybe three or four times, so I've, I've normally sit up top.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, hey, the Lakers got the W that night, so that was, that was the biggest thing.
1: No, it was, it went to overtime.
0: Yeah, I think Kuz had a – I think that was Kuz's career high that night, too. Yeah, we,
1: it, was a, it was a good one. Yeah. That was your number four, my number
0: three. Yeah, so my number three, uh, similar to watching LeBron lose in the finals, my number three was watching the Patriots lose in the Super Bowl. Yep,
1: that's a good one.
0: Yeah, because –
1: that one, that one is, like, that one's a much better, like, feel, like, I'm much happier about that one than, like, the war, like. A lot more people. Oh, the Warriors like, beat LeBron? Like, no shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, like, Philadelphia, that was an underdog. I mean, they they yeah. were great. Yeah. yeah no I mean, one no one picked them to win. And even the whole time they were winning, it's like every time Brady got the ball, it's like, all right, it's over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Eagles are going to lose, you know? And they just kept pulling it out.
0: Yeah. Well, I think a lot more people will agree with me that they were happy they saw the Patriots lose more than they were happy to see LeBron lose.
1: Yeah. Um, and so uh, I All right, think number two. I'm gonna say my number two, and then I think your number two and my number one are gonna be the same thing. Probably. Sure. Yeah. So we'll. I'll just. Um, number two was uh, was was going to to the uh, Coliseum watching the Hawks beat the Rams last year.
0: Oh yeah, I didn't get a chance to go to that.
1: Yeah, I still um, I still got it. Uh, still got the win. Um, we're still we're still good in L.A. Yeah, we're two um, zero right now. You're hopefully, on too. hopefully we can come into L.A. and uh, and get the dub again this year. Not happen. Um, when when we were when the Hawks were really good, um, two years in a row, the Rams upset us when they weren't very yep, good. Yep. Um, so I would like that to come back around. You know That's what I, mean? not gonna I would, Happen. I would like the Hawks to get a to get a win during the Rams' uh, really good year. All right, but yeah, it was it was great going to, going to the Coliseum for the first time. Yeah, obviously watching the Hawks play.
0: Yeah, no, I mean it's a historic stadium. You got to see your favorite team play. Your favorite team won. And it yeah. all worked out for you.
1: And then, uh, you're, you, I'm guessing it's your number two, um, and it's my number one. So we'll just jump right in. It is uh, LeBron signing with the Lakers. That is exactly my number two. Yeah. So uh, yeah, LeBron LeBron signing with the Lakers got to be my number one moment of the last year. I mean, yeah. We, I feel like I've sat and waited for LeBron to pick his team a million times, um, although it's only been three. Yeah, uh, they've <laughs> I all been—they've like all been—they've all been very dramatic. It's all been super surprising too. Yeah, never any, not never anything I feel confident about. But uh,
0: always keeps us on our toes. Love to
1: love to see the best player in the game go to to my favorite team. Yeah, no, I mean I can't I can't argue with that. And and and, and I think the number one. One, one, my selfishness is that I would never be able to afford to see a LeBron game, and now I will be able to. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, now there's 41 opportunities where it's yeah, like – Yeah, you might be if able you to see on one end. W- he only comes to each Western Conference stadium once a year. When he played in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, exactly. So, so uh, you know, if you're on the West, he only comes once a year. Those tickets are insane. Yeah. Um, and now i got plenty more of opportunity. It's going to be good. And his first game as a Laker – is on my my uh, my 30th birthday hey so. happy birthday Tyler yeah it'll be it'll be a good one yeah
0: um and and real quick with LeBron coming to the Lakers uh playing 2k19 with the Lakers has yeah. been amazing
1: yeah no they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna crush I just I love the team that they built I love that they did it differently um, they didn't build it like old LeBron teams they didn't nope. build it like the they're uh, doing the it Warriors. the unconventional way they didn't do it like the Warriors. It's, it's like they got basketball players, they got young superstars, and they got the best guy in the game. Yeah. So it's an interesting mix.
0: My favorite lineup to play with, though, uh, on 2K with LeBron is LeBron at the center, Kuzma at the four, uh, Brandon Ingram at the three, Josh Hart at the two, Lonzo at the one.
1: Yeah, it's going to be fun. I, I think the players like Rondo and Lance, um, the guys that you wouldn't normally pair up with LeBron, those are the guys that think they're really going to flourish. With I really
0: them. think so as well. But all right, my number one moment uh, was actually your number ten moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but obviously, it's a little different because they are my favorite baseball team. They're my hometown team. But the Dodgers reaching the World Series—I know they lost. It still stings. Don't get me wrong. But
1: it's better than losing in the AL, the NLCS. It's yeah, better than I, I you know, it's better than every other outcome other than one. It's better then. You know? yeah,
0: and I mean I've never I'd never seen the Dodgers play in the World Series in my lifetime. They'd never gotten that far. They had an incredible year, probably the best baseball season I've ever seen in my lifetime. With and it's really, the summer they had,
1: and it had been five years coming, six years coming. Now. Yeah,
0: this it, this has definitely been coming, and it, it it finally happened. It's unfortunate the way it went down, losing in Game Seven at home.
1: And that's the other thing. It was it was an amazing amazing series. I mean, yeah.
0: the last two World Series have been amazing. Yeah. So uh, they're in a dogfight right now uh, in the NL West uh, between them, the Rockies, and the Diamondbacks. Right now they're in first place. They got a huge win against the Rockies yesterday to, to take over first place uh, with a few more games to go. And it's, it's going to come down to the wire again this year. And I mean, when you think about it, the Dodgers could potentially have to play three playing games to get into the playoffs. The last game of the season might be for the division, or it could mean that they go to the wild card. Yep. And then the they play. could tie for the wild card, which means they'd have to play for a playing game to get into the actual playing. Yeah, game. you can play a
1: playing game to get into the playing game. Yeah. Yep. So it's we'll see. They're better. It's a dog squad. fight. I think, I think they. I think they're going to be able to pull through and get it done. I hope so because that would mean six
0: NL West division titles in a row.
1: Every Every year I lived in LA,
0: we love it. Yep. We love it.
1: Their first one was my my first year here
0: yeah so yeah, yeah those are those are our top 10 sports moments of the past 12 months you it wanna... was a
1: bit bu- it was a busy year
0: yeah it was definitely a busy year but all right let's let's get right into the two minute drill
1: yeah let's wrap it up let's fi- let's, let's, let's finish, finish out this uh, episode 50
0: yeah all right you got three questions i got three questions you want me to go first or yeah let's do it all right so half of espn's top 100 rankings have been released uh, so 100 through 51, NBA. Yes, for NBA players. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are four Lakers ranked from 100 to 51. Can you name them and where are they ranked?
1: Yeah, I, I unfortunately I, I looked at this. Um, Damn but it! I got, Damn it! But Brandon Ingram was in the 50s. He's at 54. Yeah. Um, Lonzo Ball was in this. Was like maybe the high 60s, low 70s. 62. 62. Yep. Yep. And then um. Which is weird. I saw one list that had Lonzo at one hundred. I think that was Slam. Yeah, was that? Yeah. So I was like, man, disparity in the opinion of Lonzo. Yeah. Um but anyways, uh and then uh so what, Ingram Ball and then Kuzma Kuzma's in there. I don't remember where he seventy one. Yeah, I don't remember where he was placed. Um uh, and then the last one, uh God. Who was it? I don't. I don't think it was uh, Josh Hart, was it? No, it was not Josh yeah, Hart. Yeah, that's, that's. I didn't think it was. It would I,
0: technically be his counterpart.
1: Yeah, Callow Pope. Yeah, yep. I didn't. Yeah, I'm always surprised at shit like KCP that. KCP
0: was at 92. Yeah uh, how do you how do you feel about those rankings?
1: Uh, I think. I don't know. It's weird. The all like Ingram, Lonzo, and Kuzma should all be like right in the same group to me yeah uh, I, I don't think i could really pick either one or the other um with ingram like i understand why people are gonna have him rated the highest but yeah. i still just like i'm waiting to see him like earn it yeah um but yeah like lonzo i like that rating kcp that's a little bit higher i didn't know yeah i, I wouldn't i don't I, think i honestly wouldn't 100. have
0: kcp as a top 100 player in
1: the nba no me neither um and like kuzma it to me is like Borderline. Borderline. Yeah. But that's just because he's so young. Yeah, exactly. He's had one he had one good year and really it was like a, a really hot, you know, a really big uptick and then more, yeah. you know, a calm uh back in the year. Um but yeah, that's cool. Cool to see that we got some young guys on there. Um and we're you know, obviously LeBron's gonna be on the top one hundred. So yeah. we'll have five guys, that'll that'll be legit.
0: Yeah. I mean, hey, that that could be a starting five right there.
1: I mean, it'll be a lineup. That's all that matters. Yep. Um, all right. All right, so I got some over-unders for you just Ooh, real quick. Um, I like it. Just to get some Josh Gordon talking. Um, oh, goodness. Talk uh, but Josh Gordon just signed with the Patriots. We talked about a little bit. Yep. Um, this is one of those things where everyone's like, well, he's going to dominate. Uh, but you never know. Okay. He could dominate. Uh, over-under receiving yards, 1,000. I'm going to go under. Now, these are all numbers where I think this is where he's going to be at. So I think you think I, he's going to be at a thousand. I think Josh Gordon's going to be at a thousand yards. I'm, um, because
0: you th- now because you think he's going to be at a thousand, I'm going to take the under.
1: Yeah. So he he w- um, which I think most people would a thousand. You know, there's 14 games. Left, that's a, that's a ton of yards. Yeah. Um, but he's a big he's a big play guy, and New England looks like they need someone else to they like complement. They, they need, need someone to threat. compliment Gronk. Um, all right, receiving touchdowns over under 10. Under. Yeah. It's, and I think most people would be with you on that. Um, I got I got him at ten touchdowns. Uh, like I said, uh, I think most people are gonna want to try to play the safe game. And s- but I don't think he's gonna be someone that gets like seven, eight hundred yards and like six or seven touchdowns. I think he's either gonna work out and throw up these kind of numbers, thousand yards, ten touchdowns, or he's they're just gonna move on. Yeah. I don't see him like I don't see there being any gray area with New England. Well, especially with New England. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then over under games played thirteen. So um,
0: see, this was the question I was waiting for. So
1: there's fourteen games left. So it, does he does he play does he play them all or no? Does he he do, I don't think
0: he does. I think I, I don't think this experiment is going to work out.
1: Injury or off the field? Off the field. All right.
0: As much. Listen, don't get me wrong. I wish nothing bad upon this dude. I yeah. hope he gets all the help he gets. His track record shows he can't stay on the wagon.
1: Yeah, no, he's had, he's had tough breaks, but um I'd like to give him the benefit of the doubt. So I would love I think, to give him I think I'd love to give him play, the benefit of the doubt. Think, uh, I think he's been through a lot that, you know, he's got he's only got so many chances left. He's still 26, 27 years old. He's played four games in 6 years. <laughs> no, well, a little more than that, but Whatever. He, he led the league, he led the league in receiving yards in one year he played. That's so. right. Yeah, that, that's why it's hard to judge, but yep, that was my little George, Josh Gordon rant.
0: All right, so my second question. I saw a tweet from Ball Don't Stop on Twitter, and it goes like this. Aaron Rodgers is the Kobe Bryant of the NFL. The eye test says he does things that nobody else could do on the field. The degree of difficulty is always so high, and he finds a way. Take away the numbers and awards, and these two are the most skilled at their sport hashtag grit what do you think of this comparison uh what do you think of this comparison given these parameters
1: i mean it's right but i don't think you're really going on a limb there you know like i i I mean i get what he's saying i i i agree with everything you said but it's just like yeah of course okay you know obviously when you watch them you know there's that's the thing where that's like why sports are such a good conversation because the eyeball test, you know, exactly. Like you, when you see people do things like when I watch Drew Brees, you know, like he just more, I don't care if, I don't care what Patrick Mahomes stats are. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, I, like, I know what Drew Brees can do. Yeah. I know, like, I know what he brings, like numbers aren't going to like shade me the other way. Yeah. And then with the fact of like Kobe and Aaron, it is like obviously the the degree of difficulty, and it's just like every time you watch them, they do it. Um, but it's just like everybody knows that about those guys. You know what I mean? They it's not they're not the guys that are like they're not um, Von Miller, LeBron, yeah. uh, Randy Mott, Ma- like fit. You know they're. Like obviously they're physically gifted. Like you know, R- Rodgers is an athletic right. quarterback, and, yeah. and Kobe's a six six you know athlete. Right. Obviously they're athletic, but that's not what they hang their hat on. Right. Like the quote said, they hang their hat on skills. Right. Degree of difficulty, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, well, so yeah, I mean, it's a good comment, but it's not a, not really reaching. It's.
0: I think it's the classic argument of like you said, the eye test versus analytics. It's like. I don't care what this guy does on the third Sunday of the month at 95 degrees with the wind at yeah, all that, 27 see, miles see, an hour. Th-
1: that's always been my thing about analytics is analytics are where I like analytics is when analytics matches up with my eyeballs. Yeah. Like when I think about something like when I see something I have this idea and then there's analytics to support it, that's when I buy in. 100%. Like if analytics is way high and I'm way low, or or analytics is way low and i'm way high that's when that's not very useful to me yeah you know what i mean but it's like when we match up that's when i that's the analytics that i choose to like look into a little bit more. yeah
0: exactly exactly i couldn't agree more
1: um i got i i since we've been doing this a little bit i I made two teams completely random we love it these ones are pretty good too like this is i think this will be a little bit harder to pick a winner although there's one player In the mix, it's like a little bit better than most of the guys. Okay. Or he is better than most guys. But (laughs) basically, I got Team Kentucky and Team Duke. So I got two Blue Bloods. But I took – they've all had players – in the last five years, they've all – this team – both these teams have had multiple players drafted in every single draft. Right, right, right. So each team, I took one player from each class last five years. Okay. So there's someone from 14, 15, 16, 17, and 18. Okay. All right. So, like, I couldn't take Devin Booker and – Carl Anthony towns, right? Cause they were both drafted the same year. Right. And I tried to make it as realistic of a lineup as well. So I put okay. into consideration, bigs and, and littles. All right. Give All right. It to me. So Kentucky is the smaller team. Um, but I don't think it's really going to matter too much. They got studs, but from this year's class, uh, Shay Alexander, okay. um, he's one of the guards. The other guards, Jamal Murray, um, and then their third guard is De- Devin Booker, who is the guy, the right. outlier. Right, right, right he's, right. he's definitely the best player. But I got three guards, Shea, Jamal Murray, Devin Booker, and then their bigs is Julius Randle and Idris Adebayo. Okay, that's not a bad team. Okay, so it's like, like I said, it's not like a monster lineup, but it's, no. it's got some good names in there. I,
0: that, team, that, I, that team could maybe go 500 in the NBA. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm no. kidding, I'm kidding.
1: But uh then so so now Duke, I got uh the two guard they're they're more of a conventional lineup. Yeah. Um two guards are Tyus Jones and Rodney Hood. Um not bad. Obviously that's their weak point, but they really don't put out guards too much. No, they um, don't. so that's why I went more with with those guys. Um so Tyus Jones, Rodney Hood, and then um their two forwards are where they're really strong, uh with Brandon Egram and Jason Tatum. Yeah. So Jason Tatum's kind of the he's the other he's kind of the other part to balance out the Devin Booker, but I would still say Devin Booker's a better player right yeah, now. Yeah, Devin,
0: Devin Booker has a little bit more consistency to his to his repertoire.
1: And then um, and then their center Wendell Carter Jr. The, the, going to be the rookie this year. So just for you, got some of the matchups: um, Shea Alexander and then Tyus Jones. Um, obviously, we haven't seen Shea yet, so right. I I feel like this is more of a wash uh, matchup, just because Tyus Jones. Are, we, ta- are we
0: talking about if these teams were to play right now, like the games tomorrow? Yeah,
1: yep. And Tyus Jones was a guy that was drafted in the first round, basically lo- lost his job. and got back into the league. Yeah. Um. So Tyus Jones, Shea, and then the two you got Rodney Hood and Jamal Murray. Um. Jamal Murray to me is just a better version of Rodney Hood, but Rodney Hood can still play. Yeah. Um. The three matchups is going to be really interesting with Brandon Ingram, Garden, Devin Booker. Um, we'll see if if Brandon's going to have problems with that. Uh, Jason Tatum and Julius Randle, which is a good matchup. Um, tough for Julius, I think, but
0: no, I I think I think that actually works out in Julius's favor because Julius on the offensive end can play bully ball and just take. Yeah, Tatum's a big guy though. He's, he's not, he's not small. No, he's not small, but Julius is six ten and he's beefy.
1: And uh, I mean, Tatum's Tatum's not quite as beefy, but he's he's got the length. And then Wendell Carter Jr. at center and Adebayo at center. That's like. That's a wash, um, in the sense because I haven't seen Carter Jr. play. And Adebayo is a good player. Yeah. That's similar to like the Tyus Jones, uh, yeah. Shea Alexander scenario. Um,
0: I I don't think you're gonna like this, but I think I, I think I got to give the edge
1: to the Dukies. Man, see, I, I think I got I think I got I think Kentucky would just be too much to guard on offense. But Duke has like a team that is like an NBA think, team. You yeah, know, like exactly. The, the way the line, you know two solid forwards, a, a true center two true guards, and not only two true guards, a point guard and a shooting guard. Yeah. Whereas, like, Devin, Jamal Murray, and Shea Alexander could all kind of mix around. Play all
0: three, yeah. Um, But, yeah, no, I I, got to go with the Dookies. I I just think they have the more well-rounded team.
1: There we go. All right.
0: So my last question is kind of a fun one. Uh, If you could time travel and go back to any game in sports history – and you could sit courtside, field level, on the 50-yard line, all of that, what game would it be?
1: Well, I have, a, like, an easy answer. There's one game that would, like, the Super Bowl that the Seahawks won would be, like, up there. Yeah. You know, like, that's the only one that's even coming close to this game mm-hmm. just because it was a Super Bowl. But it was such a shitty game, and we dominated Denver. Yeah. Um, But number one, for sure, is going to be J.J. Uh, J. Redick senior night at Duke. J.J. Um, Redick <laughs> lost to uh. – JJ Redick lost to freshman, uh, Tyler Hansborough and company. Um, the, the fret the, it was Tyler Hansborough, uh, uh, Wayne Ellington and Bobby Fraser were like the freshmen that year. Yeah. Um, and that was the last game. J- JJ's dumbass ever played in Cameron indoor. And he lost to a bunch of freshmen. Um, uh, one of my all time favorite sports moments. Um, okay. definitely the number one thing on my bucket list is go to Duke North Carolina game. So, I gotta say, it's gotta be a Duke North Carolina game. Okay. Um, and I've never seen them match up in the uh, tournament. Yeah. So like that probably would have took the cake, but this was like a great game that went down the wire, and it was such a long four years of watching well, JJ I mean, you Redick. Could, no, you
0: could go back to any game in history. No,
1: no, not, but I mean, it was like it was such a long time. For, like JJ yeah. Redick was felt like he was in college for a hundred years. You know, he was yeah. just like it finally came to an end, and we just fucking stuck it to him. <laughs> it, it was amazing.
0: All right. All right. For sure.
1: Yeah. But yeah, time machine, that that's for sure. Like obvious and like I said, obviously the Seahawks Super Bowl um would be really hard not to. Yeah. And then uh and then the other one I gotta throw in there is the Sonics win over the Bulls in the finals. Oh yeah, who wouldn't love that? So like obviously sitting courtside watching Peyton and Camp and, and, and Jordan and the Bulls. Would yeah. Really,
0: yeah, like my like my the game I would go to would be the 2010 Game yeah, 7. Yeah, Game 7. Yeah, Celtics game seven. Lakers. Celtics Lakers, Kobe's last championship. That would be
1: like in my personal top 10 as well. I mean, that for sure would be yeah. he, Kobe's 81-point like, game is in there. Kobe would have three games for sure, the 81, the last game, was dropping 60, and and, then and the, the Game 7 NBA Finals. All yeah. those would have been all those would have been And amazing. what's crazy, what's crazy is, is the the gold medal game of US versus oh, Spain that's would a be great like game. so much fun to watch. Um, but no, I'm standing strong with the with the Tar Heels. Okay, all right. Um, this one, uh, I hate to end it on a boring note, but this question's kind of boring, kind of fun. Well, that's lame. Um, it's not. Well, it's more of like analytical. But no. uh, Elton Brand, <laughs> Elton Brand, was just hired as Phillies. He GM. was. He was. Um, is there NBA play? Is there which current NBA player do you think is most likely to be a successful? NBA GM Ooh. now, and I underline successful because I, I think there's guys that that could be GMs, but I don't know. That's I mean, they're going to be. I successful. don't think. Well, here's the problem. I don't
0: think he's going to be a GM.
1: Well, This player, we didn't think Elton Brand was going to be a GM, right?
0: But I don't. I don't think this player is going to be a GM. Will he be a coach? No, I think he's going to be
1: the owner. LeBron. Yeah. Yeah. See, I think LeBron is the obvious answer. Just because he has the most control. You know what? I'll
0: ch- I'll change my answer then. I'll change my answer then to Chauncey Billups. He interviewed for the Cavs. No, no, position. no. Current
1: NBA player.
0: Oh, current NBA player. Oh, jeez. Yeah, because
1: we already know. I mean, we know the guys that are already trying to go in that direction. But I try to think of people that are underneath people that are doing it. You know, players yeah. like players that are playing for the Warriors and Steve Kerr, players that are playing for Danny Ainge in Boston. Oh, I see. You know, I see where you're going with this. It's like who who are the guys that have like these these monumental people. Um, in their life is is it is it one of the the Spurs you know like, what if Paul Gasol becomes a GM? Well, and it's like with the, the that's like a whole they would I don't think there's ever been an international born GM. Yes, sir, uh, Masai Ujiri. So he's internationally born. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Yeah. So it, it's possible, but I, think I mean, it, I he think never played in
0: the NBA. But Masai is foreign.
1: I think it's harder for. Um, like an international player to become a GM. I don't know why I think that. Just maybe the the language barrier. Or, There's you know, no Ameri- language barrier. Well, for like Algasol. Well, it's like they build teams differently. You know what I mean? Like in Spain. Like would he build his team? Like he's
0: been in the league for s-
1: that what, 15 years. I know, but he still has. A, he's he, he's still not in America. I mean, he's like no. He's, he's, he's American a, now. He's a Spaniard. Now I don't think he lives in America.
0: In the off season? Yeah. No, I don't think he lives in.
1: Yeah, so it's like, where does he call home? Spain. All right,
0: all right, you know? fine. And it's just like,
1: yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying. He's been around. It's not like yeah. he doesn't know He's how. He's been America Americanized, works. but I just don't know like if they're gonna structure it. You know, American business, American politics, yeah. all that stuff is involved with the NBA.
0: Um, I don't know. That's a, that's a great question. Yeah, I, I don't mean, know, like because like another
1: I threw I threw, in, I threw in like you know like Andre Iguodala.
0: Well, another another name that came to mind. uh, was Vince Carter just because he's been around so long, but he's trying to go into announcing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And there's some personalities that I just don't think, I don't think superstar personalities work very well as a GM. No,
0: Andre Iguodala actually, now that I think about it is a good, he's a good one. You know,
1: he's been a, he's, he's been around a lot of different people. So, um, yeah, be, be interested and see the next one is. Yeah. Yeah. That's wraps it up. Episode 51 year in the books.
0: Yep. All right. You got a shout out before we get out of here?
1: Shout out to us, man. We did it. We, <laughs> shout we out to us. It. Mama, we made it. Yeah. No, we do it's it's been a lot of fun, man. I'm glad we're doing it. We gotta yeah, keep man. it rolling for another year at least.
0: Oh, lo- no, we'll definitely keep it. But this going. you know, we
1: got one year down, we got to head to the next one. Can't get to three with before two.
0: Exactly. Can't can't walk before you crawl.
1: Unless you're a G. I don't know. Maybe there's someone out there that could do it.
0: <laughs> but uh my shout out this week is to an absolute legend, Mr. Dwayne Wade, returning for his sixteenth and final season in the NBA. He agreed to a one-year deal with the Miami Heat. He signed it today, so it is official. Wade County is officially back in South Beach. Uh, it's going to be fun to watch the kind of farewell tour he's going to get. I uh, think he
1: would have got the. I think he would have got the Jeter Kobe treatment if he would have never left Miami. But it just doesn't feel the same as those guys. Yeah, no,
0: it doesn't feel the same as those guys. But it'll definitely be interesting to see.
1: I mean, it's still going to be big time. People love D Wade. Yeah. He's, He's in that same breath as like Kobe and Jeter's well, I greatness. I think
0: I think D. Wade's the third best shooting guard of all time.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I just Derek Jeter and Kobe just did twenty years solid with their franchises. Yeah. LA, New York. Like now everyone I think is trying to get that treatment and you're just I just don't think it's gonna be handed out very often. You're not yeah. gonna get the
0: And I mean it all it I mean, D. Wade going into his final year goes along with another narrative we've we've kind of touched on the past couple of weeks is uh, players from our generation retiring, going into the Hall of Fame, uh, all of that. So it's it, this is this is par- the wave is getting bigger. I think o-
1: D Wade's gonna go over. I think D Wade's gonna go overseas when he's done. You think so? Mm. No, I think he's done. I think I think he'll go play go, I, just because of his uh, relationship in China. I think he's done, but we'll see how this year goes.
0: All right, with that, that wraps up this week's episode of the TSK Show, episode fifty. The one-year anniversary of the TSK Show. Uh, We appreciate you guys so much uh, for all the support that you guys give us. Uh, Don't forget, you can find us at TSK Show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you want to find myself or Tyler on Twitter, be sure to follow us at the Duke of Sports and at Tyler's underscore world underscore. All of our content can be found on SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts. Just type in keyword TSK Show in the search bar. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us as well. We are also now on Anchor. Just go to anchor.fm slash TSK show or download the Anchor app for your iPhone or Android. We appreciate you all so much for listening. We'll be back next week with another great episode for you guys. Peace.
1: Later.